Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Timely hitting is big today. Punching a run in here. Stovall's hit was huge. To give us that two-run lead at the time, you know, again, getting that run there in the eighth, I think was mentally, I think that really helped Gage. I would think he would with a little, just a little more bounce in his step going out there in the eighth with the two-run lead and also again in the, in the ninth. But that's what the game's all about. Don't walk the lead off, man. Timely two-out hits. Do that you yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Me Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a triggered Tuesday today. So we're going to talk about all the things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And of course, we want to hear from you 501 661 1037 is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, after me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, uh, now we're going to talk about the things that are bothering us in the world of sports, but Andrew Ellis of HogSports.com is going to join us in the 2 o'clock hours. We'll discuss Razorback Baseball tonight, uh, taking on UALR up there in northwest Arkansas. So get a chance to talk about baseball with him. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, Tara Talmadge of Hawks Plus. She's going to join us because, as they call it, a Woo Pig weekend this weekend. Uh, she's going to be very involved with uh, all the festivities, whether it's uh, baseball, softball, spring game, all that fun stuff. So uh, she's going to join us to talk and preview that a little bit more. And, uh, again, there's going to be a lot of things this week that uh, are going on in the sports world, not only just here in Arkansas, but also uh, nationally there, too. And, in fact, uh, if you think about with college basketball continuing to have transport, transfer portal things happening, you think about uh, you know ba- college baseball happening, you think about the NBA playoffs and the play-in games uh, starting up tonight there too. It's uh, you know it's it's still another full week as uh, we just tr- closed up the Masters and there's still going to be some other headlines too. Which actually I saw that it was the most watched Masters in five years, and you know I think television ratings are always pretty fascinating to kind of gauge. How uh, you know, how it's viewed or whatever, but I was, I mean, I wouldn't say I was like shocked by ha- having good ratings, but I was a little shocked to say those the highest ratings in five years because that includes Tiger Woods's run and winning uh, the Masters back in 2019. So I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, as a whole, um, when you take in the whole weekend, the whole tournament, then when Tiger made it, that run that year, it was kind of unexpected. Now, of course, the ratings on Sunday that year probably would blow a lot of the ones out of the water here recently, but as a whole, you had uh, you had some good storylines over the weekend, and then the fact that Tiger did make the cut, maybe that added to the ratings, and not that he was in a position to win or anything, but then once uh, once round three came came to, then Tiger was ineffective at that point. Yeah, I, I think that there could be a lot of contributions to it, and I'm sure that that was a big part of it. I also, this is just my reckless assumption, but I will say, and I, I tried to look up and see if there was any sort of you know, uh, evidence of this or at least something to back it up. But it certainly felt like via social media, whether it was on the Masters or, or PGA or whoever, it seemed like it was a, they had a much bigger presence on social media throughout the event. Now, again, I don't know if that means that suddenly people were like, oh, hey, the Masters on Twitter, let me go watch it. I don't know if that was the case. But uh, I did read, though, about a year ago or at least last summer, 
that uh, the PGA and, and just uh, some of the major events in general, we're going to try to make it a lot more accessible for people on social media to see highlights and get updates and everything. So maybe that's also something that could have had uh, something to do with it, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it could have. Um, but a lot of times when people are following like that, they just continue to follow like that, and they <laughs> don't get in front of a TV. And uh, But, you know, every bit of marketing helps, whether you're talking about from a social media standpoint or you're talking about these golfers having certain advertisements that help the cause. An- another thing about the Masters is a lot of the broadcast goes commercial-free, so That's people nice. tune into that, so they, they know that whenever they turn over, there's going to be action. I mean, we love commercials here on 137 The Buzz. We're, we're big commercial people. We understand you gotta got to pay the bills, especially with big events, but because of a, an event like the Masters and with golf and knowing how the action is ongoing, never-stopping, uh, the whole time, and you don't want to miss any of the action, especially any big shot that gets made, which could happen at any point in time. You know, they have to adjust and to, to make it make sense there, too. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was a successful Masters as far as that goes. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, of course, the NBA playoffs and the, and the playing game starting up tonight. Got the, the Hawks and Heat on TNT at 6.30, and then also the Timberwolves and the Lakers, which I'll admit, Joe, you know, it's the playing game, and we know it's, uh, you know, people either care about it or not care about it. But I will say, that before the season started, if you would have told me that the Heat and the Lakers would be two teams that would be in the play-in game, I would have been pretty surprised by it, just knowing the type of talent, the type of team that they've had, and uh, you know the type of expectations that they had, too. Shows how competitive the NBA was as a whole this year. Uh, not one team won 60 games, and this was a, uh, the last time that that happened was 0-2 Spurs, and this is in an 82-game full season. It has happened here recently, but... There have been less than 82 games, but it's been over 20 years since in an 82-game season, every team has won less than 60 games. So it just shows that there is parity in the league and from top to bottom that it's really competitive through, throughout. So that was the big question when you, you brought up the, you know, the amount of uh, wins that usually each team is, it has the most of, whether it's the season and how low it is this year. You were saying, oh, is, it, is that a good type of parity or is it a bad type of parity? Is it a good parity in the way that there's just that much uh, talent spread throughout the entire NBA where there's just not one dominant team? Or is it showing that uh, there's a lot of teams that just aren't very good or aren't very elite compared to previous years there, too? I think it's good. It's good that there is parity. And like the East, for example, you say that maybe the top three seeds, the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers, they have the best chance of making a run. And it seems like the East may be stronger overall with those top three teams that you would think the winner may come out of the East. Now, the West... There are a number of teams that could come out of the West, and that includes if the Lakers are able to actually submit a playoff position with the fact that all the players are healthy now. They would have a shot when you're talking about the Warriors, Clippers, Suns, Kings, Grizzlies, Nuggets. You can just toss a coin to say who's going to come out of the West. Yeah, the, the amount of, uh, was it, 13 games that separates the first place team from the 10th place team in the West, something like that. Uh, extremely close. Uh, you could almost split hairs that way. So, uh, yeah, the, the you know eighth best team in the West could be the third best team in the East for all you know, just because of how uh, closely knit it is. But uh, I will say with the, with the games tonight and looking at the Bet Saracen app, you got the Heat that's actually favored over the Hawks by four and a half points. They're the home team tonight there in Miami, and then the Lakers are actually favored by eight and a half points over uh, the Timberwolves. And that game's going to be played at still won't get used to it, but Crypto.com Arena. Uh, there in Los Angeles, so uh, which I don't know if people are still uh, very uh, teen on the crypto things, but uh, you know I think with the Timberwolves and some of the drama that they had, of course, and uh, the suspension that they've had, I'm sure that that played a little bit into uh, at least the high line and the high spread there for the Lakers in this one. They still have two dynamic players now. The Lakers have two dynamic players that you think of, and then they have other pieces. The Timberwolves, you know, people aren't as familiar with the other pieces, but the two dynamic players they still have. Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, and those guys can go off at any time in a combination, and all it takes is other players to kind of fill in the gaps, and they could come away with a win, but you would think that Lakers going into this overwhelmingly would be a favorite. So you would think by that saying that the Hawks are probably, as far as the team that's the underdog, the Hawks would have a better chance of beating the Heat than the Timberwolves would the Lakers. Not not necessarily. Okay. But um, the Hawks and Heat, they are division rivals, so they know each other a little bit better, and that could be a factor also if you are thinking about the Hawks having a better chance to win. This is their division rival. 
Now, tomorrow you're going to have a couple more play-in games where the Bulls and the Raptors are going to be facing off at 6 o'clock on ESPN, and that game's going to be played in Toronto. And then you're going to have also uh, the Thunder, which I know uh, Christian's really happy about, the fact that uh, they didn't have very many expectations this year but still found a way to win 40 games. They're going to be going up against the Pelicans uh, there in New Orleans. Uh, So it's not just going to be tonight, but it's going to be tonight and tomorrow as far as some of these teams that essentially win or go home and trying to find their place into a an official placement into the NBA playoffs, at least from that front. Last year, the Pelicans found their way from the play-in tournament into the playoffs and had a very competitive series against the Phoenix Suns, who were uh, one of the top seeds in the West last year. And so it just shows that the teams that come from the play-in tournament, they've been playing at a certain level all year, making efforts to even be in this position. And once they get into the playoffs, they could be competitive. But you're talking about the 8C playing the 1 and the 7C playing the 2. So, you know, it's uh, they're going to be at a disadvantage. But look at the Lakers. If the Lakers get in as a 7 or an 8 seed, they could beat the Nuggets or the Grizzlies. Yeah, so that was going to kind of lead into my next thing as far as looking at all these teams, all eight of them that are dealing with the play-in game. Really, the Lakers are the only one that you would feel any sort of confidence about actually going far or at least making it interesting out of the play-in games themselves, the only team at this point. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Uh, yeah, because the top three teams in the East are so strong. Even though the Miami Heat, we've seen that they've made deep runs here recently in the playoffs, you wouldn't expect that they're going to be able to take out either the Bucks or the Celtics. Yeah, and I know that uh, the NBA, especially for uh, the markets and the, the ratings and all that, I'm sure they'd love to have the Lakers go pretty far too because not only are they – Los Angeles, and it's the Lakers, but it's LeBron James, too, and uh, they, they would uh, really really enjoy that if that ended up being the case. So you have some play-in games, and, and with the NBA playoffs going on, I will say, and I know that people have their own thoughts as far as postseason play goes for other sports, uh, the NBA is the only real postseason, I feel like, that have too many teams that I really don't care about. me, And they got just me. That's just me. But uh, they're, they're just, you know, now that they have it, I get that they do it for television, and they do it for uh, adding some drama with playing games and all of that, but uh, it's just when you have over half the league in the playoffs, you know, it just it seems like it's just so much and like so many teams. Involved. It's always been that way, though. I know they all they did was change the format, tweaked it just a little bit, just so it would garner more interest. And those teams that finished in the nine ten spots seems like it always comes down to the end to get in at seven or eight. So they just created a little more interest and, and gave those teams a chance to get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's just from the get-go. I, I remember, of course, when I was growing up and, and you know, knowing about postseason play and, of course, watching the Bulls and, and everything. I just thought it was so fascinating that the NBA was really the only major sport that had over half the teams getting into the playoffs. And so it, it has its you know, positives and negatives, I'm sure, for some people. But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting how that goes. And then because it used to be – where before even the playing game, it was uh, all seven-game series. But there was a time where the first series was five Five games, games. Okay, so, yeah, they've adapted and they've adjusted uh, pretty much all their postseason as time has gone They went to seven games because there was money that backed it up to say, if you play a couple more games, you can make more money. Okay, well, they're doing it. Oh, come on, Joe. Are you implying that people will change their postseason if it means they can make more money? Yeah, they don't do it like all sports. That's where they are. Wow. I mean, and, doing and there are some people that still aren't understanding of that. Yeah, it's kind of like in college football when everyone's like, "Ah, keep it at four. Well, and everyone at the when they first started playoffs like four teams enough, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, there's uh, there's money there. Oh, we know twelve teams might be okay. Let's do that instead. It's it's just the way it is. Same thing with why the college basketball is like, "Hey, let's go to ninety six. Why not? More money. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. Uh, but we're up against it. We got more Trigger Tuesday coming up. We got some other things going on, especially dealing with Razorback baseball and basketball. You won't want to miss. So stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball gets back to action today as they host the Woodrock Trojans for a two-game midweek set. Cody Adcock is expected to get the start for the Razorbacks. He has a 6.66 ERA on the season. For the Trojans, Chance Vaught will start. He owns a 7.53 ERA. First pitch is set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 6. The Arkansas Travelers have their home opener tonight as they host the Springfield Cardinals. 
They come into the series with a 3-0 record while the Cardinals are 1-2. It will be a six-game homestand. Tonight's game is at 6 o'clock. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays are still undefeated as they improved to 10-0 last night with a 1-0 win over the Red Sox. They're the first team since the 1987 Brewers to open the season 10-0. They'll try to move to 11-0 tonight as they host the Red Sox again. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to CoffmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at CoffmanLumber.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson saw her brother-in-law have surgery for pain in his elbow. My brother-in-law, after that surgery, had his arm in a sling for almost six months, extensive PT, pain medication, a lot of restrictions of what he could not do. So when Diane's husband, Greg, had a similar problem, she encouraged a different treatment. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. And the experience was like night and day compared to his brother. After six months, nothing. He hasn't felt any pain, and that has been two years since he's had treatment. Plus, no drugs and no downtime. He was literally out golfing when he wanted to and doing whatever he wanted to. It was probably nine months before my brother-in-law got back out on the golf course, and my husband was on the golf course the entire time. And he was so elated. He said, he goes, Diane, game changer. Before you have surgery for that joint pain, get a second opinion. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- 222-8440-501-222-8440. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. Enter HELOC Loans, a home equity line of credit. Jamie Bigelow is an expert with HELOC Loans. You can use it for one of your life's biggest needs. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's a kitchen or bath remodel. Or maybe it's the big one, a new pool. Well, it all starts with Jamie Bigelow with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to celebrated southern cuisine in just a few miles or a few minutes. Enjoy kayaking, fishing, and water sports on the largest oxbow lake in North America at Lake Chico State Park in Lake Village. Then when you're hungry, head down the road to Rhoda's famous hot tamales for legendary Delta Soul food. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced Borgette deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. On 103.7 The Buzz. City. Coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm coming home again. I met this girl when I was three years. It is a trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. For all of you that want to let us know whatever's bothering you in the world of sports, you can call or text in 501 661 1037. And uh, I know we got some people already texting and calling in. We'll get to that. But, uh, you know, real quick with some uh, updates in the transfer portal for especially Razorback basketball because it seems like it's always going on. Uh, this has nothing directly to do with Arkansas, but it is something that uh, Razorback fans or at least people here in the state of Arkansas uh, would be interested in. But uh, Kalel Ware is not coming to Arkansas. He officially announced that he is transferring to Indiana and uh, he's going to be taking his talents up to is it Bloomington, right? Is that where Indiana is? Yes. At? Bloomington, yeah. So, uh, 
yeah, not going to be having uh, our Kalel Ware return to the state of Arkansas. But hey, that's okay. As you know, I'm looking at it from the selfish fan or fanboy perspective. I look at it as, hey, he's not going to play Arkansas, at least in the conference. You know, as long as he's not there, then you don't have to worry about him coming in and kicking the crap out of you. So him going to Indiana, it's a good spot. Mike Woodson's a good coach. Proved that uh, they've had a lot of success this year. He's in a good conference and uh, will be uh, in a place where basketball is very passion-filled there in the state of Indiana, too. It was surprising with Khalil from the start because he's still high on NBA mock drafts that he got into the transfer portal, but good for him in finding a new spot and something that will fit his game more so he feels like and nothing but uh, success to him. Okay, so you brought that up, and I think that's that's a great point because this actually leads into something else that I wanted to talk about, but since we brought it up, so Duke had Kyle Filipowski announced that he is returning to Duke. All right, now we're talking about the guy who led the team in scoring and in rebound. He, he, he averaged over 15 points a game. He averaged nine rebounds a game. And he had three straight double-doubles, including 17 points, 14 rebounds against Kansas. Uh, he's seven feet tall. Uh, just had a really great year. And he was listed, and everyone's got a different mock draft, but he was listed in some mock drafts as being a top 15 pick, top 20 pick in this year's NBA draft. But he announces he's coming back to Duke. So everyone was like, what? How does that make sense? And the first thing, of course, once they get done thinking about that, oh, has to be NIL. Like, that's the first thing that everyone goes to. But. Yeah, um, there has to be certain factors that entice players to going back. Sometimes it's to win a championship in college because, you know, you want to try to win on every level that you play, and they have another good class coming into Duke. So he could only help that cause and, and help himself, help the team in trying to win a championship there at Duke. But, yeah, of course, in the day that we're in with NIL – but, you know, you start to think, well, you're going to make more money on the NBA level, so I guess they're ma- really making it worth his while from an NIL standpoint. I guess so. I guess so. Because on top of that, Duke had a decommitment. Uh, I, I, hope his, I think his last name is Mbako. Uh, he's the number uh, eight uh, prospect in the country, number two power forward. He was, part, he was committed to this class. And when the news came out, he's like, yeah, I need to get out of my NIL, and I'm going to be reopening my recruitment because of, of that particular reason. Now so, he's going to end up in Miami playing against Duke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's something to wear with the new era of college basketball. Those are the things that are going to be happening. I'm sure he's going to get a lot of phone calls, people trying to get him on board. But it's just, it's just insane to me how, you know, a few years ago, if you were a top 20 pick, like going, going back to college was almost uh, no. Like there was not even a – thing that would you see any player like that it's like no that's that's not a thing and now because of nil there's they're making it pretty attractive to some players to not all of them not all of them are going to do it but there are some that they can get to and make it a lot easier for them to decide you know what maybe going to another year of college is worth it so the numbers that came out on sheepway last year they were talking about two million dollars so yeah that's that sounds good to spend another year in college and don't worry about being on the NBA level or going back and forth between the NBA and G League. You're in college, a place that you're familiar with, a place that you played well. It's worth another shot. Oh, yeah, it is. And let's also be honest about this, too, folks, because we've already got I got two tweets that already came in about uh, what we've been discussing. Every major school that is competing for high-level players that are getting high-level players are doing it with, in large part, to NIL. There's no school that's doing it where every player on the team, and I'm talking about the high-level guys, every player on the team is just doing it because of the camaraderie that they love and the pageantry and tradition of your school. Everybody's doing it. It's a thing. So, you know, don't, don't try to make it look like, oh, you know, my school would never. No, everyone's doing it. If you want to win, if you want to get the best players, you got to play the game, and that's what the game is right now. They've been playing the game for a long time. Now everybody else knows what the game is. Mm-hmm. So that's the only difference. And it's a little easier to get by with it because they say, you know, you're not supposed to give NIL to any player that's not on the team currently. Oh, okay. I'm sure that that's what they'll do. Hey, kid, you know, we can't promise you anything. But I, but I tell you, if you commit now, we'll get you on the team, and, and we'll get you some good money. It's like, no, you come here, 
here you go. That's what you're looking at. Because I mean, how, how are they going to say otherwise? How, how, where's the paper trail? Are they going to investigate everybody that's doing it? Come on now. They couldn't do it right when it was illegal. You think they're going to be able to do it right when it's a little more legal, I guess, in that front? But it's happening everywhere, folks. We just got to get used to it. Just got to get used to it. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Kane's on the line. What's up, Kane? Man, those three letters just messed hottest basketball up. You don't like it, I everybody, everybody, everybody is all out for the almighty dollar. You know, but it is what it is. But what I, w- I was holding on for, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, tell me the comparison with uh, Justin Hill and Desi Seals. What do they have in common? What is it? Uh, Jonesboro? No, Justin Hill and uh, oh, Desi, oh, oh, Desi, just, oh. Desi Fields, yeah, they yeah. like Arkansas. Uh, they like the and left. They like the leapfrog. They like to jump from school to school. No, you can't please everybody. You know, if it don't go your way, well, they, these three letters, I just go someplace else next year. It, you know, it it's messing basketball and football completely up. You got a free ride scholarship. Why don't you be happy with that? But they not. The suckers are greedy. Well, but uh, that's what I was. That's what I was holding on for, man. But I'm gonna get off because I'm I'm headed down the down the highway. Let's go down here to the NIL. <laughs> See if I can win me some M O M E Y. Well, we appreciate it, Kane. Yeah, absolutely appreciate it, and. uh Appreciate you calling in with that take. I, I'll say, uh, and, and with Kane, because I think there's a lot of people that agree with Kane and don't like it or it's changed everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, too, with the scholarship thing, they're still getting scholarships. It's just getting it to different schools. You know, like it's some of these guys, in fact, a lot of them who are transferring for the second time, they graduated already. That's how they're able to get that grad transfer. So they're still getting education. It's just they're not doing it at one particular school or staying there at one particular place. Uh, they're just trying to find their ways to where, all right, I'm going to go try to find a place where I can play more, where I can be featured more, where I can, you know, be happy. And just like everybody should be able to do, no matter if you're an athlete or not. Put yourself in the best position to not only help yourself, but help a team win. And that that's all these guys want to do. Now, um, they'll get somewhere and maybe things don't go their way. And now they're looking for other opportunities or they get somewhere and play really well. And other opportunities come about. It's just, how it is. That's right. Because even with someone like, I'll use this as an example, like Ricky Council. Now, Ricky Council was at Wichita State. Now, this is nothing against Wichita State. They've had some success as a basketball program. They went to a Final Four, uh, I think, within the last 10, 15 years. But they were a program that was pretty limited when it comes to some of the things that high-level players would need or would like to have to take them to that next step. So Ricky Council comes to Arkansas because Arkansas is able to provide a lot of those things. Now, is Ricky Council, should he be like looked down upon because of that fact? Because he went from Wichita State? If you're a Razorback fan, I'm sure we all loved it. We were all like, yeah, Ricky Council's great, but if you put the shoe on the other foot, can you look at it and say, oh, you're bouncing around, you're doing... No. He saw a better opportunity for him to grow his game, to get him more ready for that next level that he wanted to be at, which is playing professionally and playing in the NBA. He took it, it's working out for him, and hopefully it continues to work out for him. I have no ill will against that. And I, you're talking about somebody, I was a little iffy on the whole transfer portal and whole, you know, transferring without any penalty or anything like that. It's just, I don't feel like there's just one blanket response or blanket feeling towards every single player because every single player's situation is so different. Not every player is just looking out, oh, I'm about me and mine, that's all I care about. There are some players that that are in a toxic situation. Maybe the coaching is not great. Maybe their coach got fired. There's You just can't blanket everybody into one whole mass thing of saying everything about the transfer portal is bad because there are a lot of positives to it. You can't necessarily look at the result either to say, oh, this player made a mistake by leaving this one place to go to another. They have no idea of what's going to happen. They're just trying to go succeed in the next place they go. But Desi Sills, for example, he goes from Arkansas to Arkansas State, gets another opportunity, goes to Kansas State. They make the Elite Eight. Now, some would say that That worked out great for Desi Seals, and he made the right move. Well, he made the right move for him, 
and to put himself in a position to help a team, and it just so happened to work out that they had a lot of success during the season. Oh yeah, like, again, it's, you got to look at it in the hindsight way, and you got to look at it as far as you know what these players are looking for and how they're uh, you know trying to bounce back. Because there are some players. We'll take this to another level, Joe. How about a guy like Matt Landers? All right, Matt Landers is a phenomenal wide receiver that uh, hopefully he finds a way to get into the NFL. But he started at Georgia. All right, he started at Georgia. It didn't work out. He transfers to a non-Power 5 school in Toledo. He has a great success there, but then comes to Arkansas. So he went to two different schools. <clears throat> Should he be looked down upon or have some sort of ill will because she's just stayed at Toledo the entire time if Arkansas was willing to be able to offer him an opportunity to come and play into the SEC again? No, because it, it's something to where you in some cases you may have to take a step back, and I'm not telling Toledo and not saying anything bad about him, but Take a step back, or at least a step down, and you know the the high quality schools or the big time schools in the SEC or in the ACC or whatever, and then bring yourself back up by proving yourself that you're still a phenomenal player and getting that opportunity in the final part of your college career too. It, it's always a step as far as how people are going to see it when you go from going to you know a, a group of five school to a power five school. So that's always going to be looked at in that way, but it works out differently in different sports because. From a basketball standpoint, if you're in a group of five conference or you're in a non-power five conference, that basketball teams can compete with only bringing in a couple of players to make a difference. And we see that teams outside certain conferences, they make runs in the NCAA tournament every year. That's right. And, you know, when those players at uh, those, quote, smaller schools can show themselves out and, uh, you know, and, and make waves, then, you know, they'll have maybe an opportunity to go somewhere else to take it to another step. It's almost like in a way, maybe a, a little bit of a smaller margin, but almost like a way of like going from uh, a single A to a double A to a triple A before you get to the actual pros. It's like, you know, some, there are some college basketball programs out there that are looked at as like, okay, that's single A, but there are some programs that are double A and some that are triple A. And that can, you know, you want to move your way up. If, if you're good enough to play in those leagues, good enough to play at that level, you want to move yourself up and get you yourself most ready for that next level to have that professional career. You can look at it from all sports. Um, and WNBA draft was last night, so of course that's featuring women's college basketball players. There was a player selected in the draft that was at Iowa State, but she played a few years at an NAIA school in California, and then she transferred to a Power 5 school and put herself in a position to get to the next level. Well, the thing was, going to Iowa State, she had a significant knee injury, only played in like 13 games, but she still became a top pick because of the fact that they saw what she was capable of, and she probably wouldn't have gotten noticed at the NAIA school, even though she was dominating the competition that was there. They're probably not paying much attention to that. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. Uh, we got a few people on the First Arkansas Banking Trust text line coming in. Uh, 501 says, pretty sure Sills went to Auburn as well. No, he not did not play at Auburn. He committed to Auburn after he transferred from Arkansas, but uh, that fell through, so then he ended up actually playing with Arkansas State. Uh, that, so that was the same year. Uh, from the 870, it says, Must may have pushed Devi out in favor of a recruit or another person in the portal. Maybe so. Uh, you know, Or maybe that was Desi's decision. Maybe it was a mutual thing. We don't really know all the details on it, but uh, you know, I think both players, both both Desi and both Arkansas and Muss, it worked out for both of them. They 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 both came out all right with the whole situation. People seem to view it differently if a player leaves because they want to leave, or if the school says, "Yeah, we we need to move on." They they kind of view that differently for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't I don't know why. And honestly, I, I actually talked with uh, Eric Bossy, who does a lot of stuff for twenty four seven Sports, but. You know, something that also people got to realize, sometimes it's just, it's very, like, cordial. It's not something where there's a ill will or any anger or angst. It's like, oh, I hate you. I hate you, coach. Or, oh, I hate you, you player. A lot of times it's just, hey, this is best for both of us. We can move on. Like, it's a lot of, sometimes it's a very cordial thing. And they just move on, and it's fine. Uh, Also from the 501 says, college is now pro sports junior. That's how the players treat it. The fans need to catch up to the mindset. Absolutely. I completely agree, because uh, it's not going away. It's not changing. Can't keep holding on to it. And I, I said it when the NIL started and when people were all freaking out, saying that the end of college football or college sports is officially arrived. If you view it that way, that's fine. 
how I view it, just as a fan, because you know, college sports is my favorite. College sports, uh, football especially, is my favorite sport. But at the end of the day, if my Arkansas Razorbacks are out there winning a championship with the Arkansas helmet and the Arkansas jersey, and they're the one lifting up the trophy, you know what I'm not going to care about is how much those players got paid. <laughs> I'm not going to care about what, what schools or how many times they transferred. I'm not going to care. I'm going to care that they won, because that's what I care about. I care about the success of my team, and that's the way it should be viewed. Yes, everybody wants to be the best. You want to get to a point where it's the best. And as long as they're still playing football and it's your team out there that where they're wearing the jerseys and the uniforms and they're here in Arkansas or wherever, that's the most important thing. Just look at it that way. They have to be able to adapt also. And so whenever schools do win championships, it has shown a great ability to be able to adapt to how the game is being played today. That's right. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I've seen it. It's unfortunate how the way it's like gone so fast and it seems like it's still the Wild West, but... I, I'm still watching it. I'm still having fun. I'm still enjoying it. I think we all are. Let's go to uh, Will, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Will? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You, you guys doing all right today? Doing, doing great, good. man. Thanks. Beautiful day, isn't it? Absolutely. Beautiful day, John Neighbor. Uh, always a beautiful day in the great state of Arkansas, my man. There you go. You hit the nail on the head. Hey, Joe, our man uh, from Houston, is that that is that that dude that's a party that hit the game-winning shot uh, against Memphis? I'm not sure if he was the one that hit the game-winning shot. That dude's good, though, isn't he? Is he not this guy that, that he, is in the transfer? Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but the thing about it is, you know, he's not necessarily the best shooter. He kind of fits what Arkansas has been doing the last couple of years where they have some guards that play really good defense, and then they can hit some shots for you, but not necessarily the best threat from three-point range or anything. Well, that, there's a, there was a guy that, that was their best. He was like a he was their two. I want to say like a two guard or small forward or whatever. And I didn't catch too much of Houston, but he had a game winning shot against Memphis. And dude, was, I, what I did see of Houston, he was he was a party. He was he was good. Yeah, not sure if that was Tremont Mark or not. Yeah, I'm not sure that it is either. I, I don't think it is. But anyway, um, what else was I going to say? Uh, so we got Fall Bay coming in, and then Opinion is staying, uh, and then Ford is staying. Is that correct? Yes, as well as uh, Barry Dunning. All the three freshmen that were on the bench this year are staying. And Jalen Graham's coming back. That's right. Trevin Brazil as well. He's coming back. All right. And our point guard transfer from Washington, he's pretty good. He's pretty salty as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's, that, that's what we missed this year with this team was a point guard. Well, I mean, I think that uh, what they got, at least with Minifield, the kid you're talking about from Washington, uh, just from watching some of his highlights and, and kind of looking at the player, what he is is he's great. he has great handles. He doesn't turn the ball over. And the one thing I think Mutz was really trying to get with the offense and something they missed out on because of Brazil is he's a great lob point guard, which means he's a great driver, and he, can, he, he throws those passes up to a big man to go and slam it home. Because if you remember in Maui and in all that, when Black and Brazil were getting that done a lot, that was a big part of the offense, and I think that's something that Musk really wanted to have as a guard who can facilitate that type of offense, too. That's right. F-I-R, F-I-R, finish at rim. That's right. That's right. All right, man, you guys have a wonderful day, man. Y'all have a good one. See you, Will. I appreciate it, Will. Thanks for calling in. And that was Jamal Sheed that hit that game-winning shot that Will okay. was asking about. That's it. I knew it wasn't Mark, but I couldn't remember which uh, which player it was. Um by the way, has Marcus Sasser said anything as far as him, the situation, him going, staying, what's ever going on? With him? Uh, I guess he's a senior, so the thought is that he's gone. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been there for four years, so uh, I, I would say so. But he would injury. have another year if he wanted. I just assume everyone has another year, just because I can't figure it out. Everybody's got a year, no matter what, except for Kamani Johnson. He's the only one uh, that didn't have, to have an extra year. But uh, it's we're gonna have more on a Trigger Tuesday. We got some calls that we'll get to on the other side of the break. We got what's trending in the world of sports too. So let's keep it moving here on a Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. Stay with us.
If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions drug.com when you're an innovative business every blinking cursor every blank page is an opportunity what will you do with it will you make something better or create something new our dell technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us for advice on smart pcs powered by intel v pro that's built for business Call a Dell Technologies Advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Arkansans were understandably disappointed by the Razorbacks' loss to an excellent UConn squad. But some perspective is in order. The Hogs have made three straight Sweet 16s after not even making one for 25 years. Yeah, they had an up-and-down season, but they lost their two top players to injury. Eric Musselman has established the Razorbacks as a national power again, after decades of being mostly irrelevant. Hog fans have a lot to be excited about, as the future of Arkansas basketball is bright. The must bus is going places, folks. The future is also bright at Doublebees, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans with excellence, convenience, and value. Make Double B's a regular stop during your busy week. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Do you have a car that was damaged beyond repair during the storm with no insurance or liability on it? Asher Record Service will remove your car and store it for two weeks with no charge to you. Call 562-2293 or email asherrecker at gmail.com for details. Bradford Marine and ATV is proud to announce their all-new loyalty discount program at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Now through April 30th, your old Tracker, Sun Tracker, Ranger, Tahoe, Nitro, or Regency boat could earn you up to $2,000 off your new fiberglass Ranger or Nitro bass boat. Don't delay. This loyalty offer ends April 30th and is available now at Bradford Marine and ATV locations statewide. Bradford Marine, your authorized Tracker dealer. See dealer for details. This Friday, join 1037 The Buzz at Oakland Racing Casino Resort. Morning Mayhem and The Zone will be on location, broadcasting live from the Mainline Sports Bar with a preview of the $1 million Apple Blossom Handicap running Saturday. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn cube off! On 1037 The Buzz. Shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. It's truck season, so that means there's great deals at Guatney. 
No payments for 90 days. You can get any of these great deals. 0% interest on 22 Silverados. 1.9% available on 23 Equinox. When financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Pre-owns. They're good enough for mom. They're not going to put you in a vehicle they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. They're going to go through it, inspect it, make sure everything is up to par, and you have a great vehicle to drive away with. So make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. And Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give you a great deal on that vehicle you trade in or sell. They do have convenient service hours throughout the week at Guadney Chevrolet. And Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. You can see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Here's a Trigger Tuesday. We'll get into what's trained the world of sports, but just to address uh, real quick on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, I had a few texts already. It says, uh, is Anthony Black coming back, or has he announced his decision? Are you sure he's leaving? Yes, he is leaving, but no, he's not officially said so. I, I don't know why he's waiting so long. I, maybe it's just because he, he loves having fun with it. I don't know. But it's just, I just feel like there's zero chance that he comes back to Arkansas. Like, just zero chance. I, it wouldn't make any sense. Dude's going to be picked in the top ten of the NBA. Maybe even top five. So I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's coming back. But we will let you know as soon as it's made official, whatever decision that he ends up making. Uh, before we do uh, what you're in the world sports, go to Hogwild, who's on the line. What's up, Hogwild? Good afternoon, Joe and John. Good afternoon. Hey, Hogwild. It was good to see you guys yesterday, and we had a beautiful day for that Buzz Golf Tournament. Oh, it was awesome, man. Yeah, and it was good seeing you, just in the flesh. Always good to see you. Yeah, guys. Uh, uh, you know, great time. Uh, about the NIL thing, uh, for me, you know, I'm old school. And I miss, like, looking at, like, okay, we got Black coming back next year and uh, Brazil's back and, you know, stuff, you know, Nick Smith is coming back. I mean, I just miss those days, you know, when you, mm-hmm. you knew what you had coming back and then the recruits coming in, how they would blend in with that core of that team, and I miss that. I, I get that, Hogwild. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that – are changing, not necessarily that, uh, you know, are always going to make you, you enjoy it now more so than what you did then. And that's and, in and any the same sport. thing in football. Yeah. The same thing in football. You know, those fourth, fourth and fifth-year seniors that are, that are awesome players, now they're leaving what they're by their junior year. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense to me, though, especially with three years in. Uh, it, it, it's. I think basketball is just different because it's one. You know, it's like one year and, oh, you're, and you're saying, gone. You know, yeah. that, that's how the times have changed. Oh, for sure. You know, sure. and I, I can agree with it. It's all about money anymore. So if you make it, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, everybody's got to start their career, and get it going. But uh, it's just, it's just kind of weird that we have free agency in college with the portal and everything. That's just what is the craziest thing to me. Uh, you know, they've always got money. Uh, just had to be discreet about it. Uh, when they did get it, but, you know, as far as jumping around and being able to transfer every year and be able to play, and that was usually the main thing people wouldn't because if you uh, transferred, you had to sit out a year. Now they don't have to do that, but, you know, so it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep up with Hogwild, but, you know, as the pros was bad enough, and now college is that way, you know, so uh, I'm just going to support the Hogs. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> just like what's uh, the uh, great, uh, what is it, Bob Dylan wrote. Times they are changing, and that's what's going on. They're just changing. Uh, they done. They done changed, Justin. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, hold John, on a second, now, Hogwild. We were complimenting you, and now you just <laughs> hey, called me Justin. Speaking of changing, <laughs> come on now, come on now. <laughs> he's part of. The, he's part of the J team, you know, Joe, John, yeah, Justin. Two you know, Justins, I'm sorry yeah. there. Sorry there, John. You and know, I'm Jeff, so no. you know, we're, uh, <laughs> I'm we're giving the J team. Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time, man. I got you. I got you, guys. Well, anyway, guys, you have to keep up the good work, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Appreciate it, Hogwild. It's always good to hear from you, man. It was good seeing you yesterday at the Buzz Golf Tournament there, too. All right, uh, real quick, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. 
What's Trending in the World of Sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? How about this? The fact that uh, the guy that everyone knows is Cliff Kingsbury, you know, of course he was fired from Arizona, has a lot of money, he's hanging out in, uh, what was the country, what was it? Thailand. Thailand, yeah. Well, uh, he's got at least a job now in football, as he is accepted to become the senior offensive analyst at USC under Lincoln Riley. Minimal pay so you can keep collecting that buyout and that contract money. It's almost like they did that on purpose for some reason, but you talk about having a great gig. Gets to hang out in Los Angeles, gets paid an inordinate amount of money, still stays relevant in the coaching realm, and still gets to coach for a major college football team. So he wins out. And, and they were close. So maybe, you know, he's thinking can possibly help this team getting over the hump. And he previously had the job as the OC before leaving to become the Cardinals head coach. That's right. Well, I mean, he could be uh, could be in worse situations than walking into USC with uh, Caleb Williams at the quarterback position. Could be could be a lot worse. That's for sure. So uh, that's big news out of uh, the college football ranks. Uh, but also, still waiting on that Packers and Jets trade to happen. And Mark Murphy, the president of the Green Bay Packers, I met with the media off the team bus and. Uh, of course, he's asked questions about it, but he's still being pretty mum on it. Says, I can't really get into that. I know Brian and Joe have been talking, but that's all I can say. Jeez. So, <laughs> it's like, just get it done, please. Just, just move on. Let it Something may happen before the draft, which is at the end of this month, so only a couple more weeks. But if it doesn't happen then, then it could be long and drawn out. Uh. Because uh, Packers are looking for some compensation, and that would be draft picks, and they would love for it to be in this year's draft as opposed to have to wait for next year's draft. Yeah, I, I again, as long as it gets done, I'll be fine with it, but it's just one of those deals where the longer it goes on, the more uneasy that I me mean, as a Jets fan gets because it's just like, you know, it's the Jets' way. They're going to find some way to screw it up. But Or the Packers are going to be like, man, we're stuck with this guy. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, the huh. guy that has been the quarterback there forever, we, we're – forced to bring him back now. Mm. Well, okay, there's worse things that could happen to be forced to bring back Aaron Rodgers, all right? Instead, you're going to get stuck with Zach Wilson if you're the Jets. But hopefully it gets done here soon. Also, uh, also, uh, we brought it up, but uh, just to reiterate it, that the uh, Masters ended up having incredible ratings. According to CBS Sports, delivered 16.25 million combined total viewers for CBS's coverage on Sunday's uh, third and final rounds. And uh, also, they say it's up 19% from last year and the highest of any golf broadcast in general over the past five years. So, big numbers there for golf and big numbers there for the Masters. And, uh, you know, again, we've, we've, there's probably a lot of reasons of what went into it, but you can't even say it was ultra dramatic because it didn't have a, I mean, there's some dramatics, but other than the tree almost falling on people, like that was the most dramatic thing, honestly, throughout the whole deal. But they had multiple rounds played on several days throughout the tournament, so it gave extended coverage also. Well, we're up against it. Got top of the hour update coming up. When we come back, though, let's talk about Razorback Baseball. Andrew Ellis of HawkSports.com is going to join us. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $199 a 